You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I'm Constance Arno. So grateful that you've joined me today from all over the world. Oh, wow. I've been receiving some wonderful emails and uh, sharing how the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show is really uh, changing your life. And for that, I am grateful. Well, can you believe it is a icy, a little snow? Can you guys believe that we got a little snow today uh, here in the South? It's so funny uh, because one of the ladies who helps me with my website, Katie, uh, she put something on um, Facebook saying, I'm out shoveling snow. And I responded, that is so interesting because number one, I don't know how to drive in snow and I've never shoveled snow before. So that's just my, my, my little personal story. So, you know, here in the South, when we just get uh, a little bit of snow, all of the people who are accustomed to snow laugh at, laugh at us because we close everything down. So, you know, that's my little personal story, guys. Well, I have a great show for you today. Uh, I have Pastor Bill Jenkins. He's going to be talking about how to reset your life in 2020, how to reboot, reinvent, and restore your life. And we all need that, don't we? We need to be reminded of that. I'm going to answer a listener's question, uh, but before I do, I want to remind you to follow me on social media. Instagram is Law of Attraction Constance, and the Twitter is LOA Constance. <laughs> I've been saying Law of Attraction, but y'all can find me. Facebook is Coach with Constance, and on um, TikTok. Guys, I'm trying to get to a thousand followers so that I can really go live and really teach. So I think I have 500 now. Yay! I'm grateful. Follow me on TikTok. I'm laying down some powerful one minute, two minute, three minute um insight and wisdom for you. So follow me on my social media platforms. Also, I'm going to be starting my manifestation mastermind group in February. I'm only taking or allowing 20 people. So I haven't decided when I'm going to call it yet, but master uh, manifesting anything, manifesting love, manifesting money, whatever you want to manifest for six weeks, 
I'm going to be sharing with you how you can do that. So you're going to get uh, handouts, homework, and you are going to be uh, assigned an accountability partner. So we are putting up the info this week. If you are ready, you know it's something about a mastermind. You guys have heard me say that even uh, Napoleon Hill talked about the mastermind. I know so many people who have benefited from it. And even uh, in our therapy groups, we understand that something happens in a mastermind or, or in a therapy group that is magical, is miraculous, and is different than what happens with one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that's why almost everybody who coaches with me, not everybody, almost everybody, I have them in some kind of support group in some kind of mastermind. So that is going to be coming up. So let me answer this listener's question. And basically they were saying they've been listening to me. Thank you so much. But they feel like they have been doing a lot of the outer work. But what would I suggest to them to go inward? Because people, it's all inside. And we are a such, we're such a make it happen. I'm going to do this. You go inside first. And he asked me uh, uh, about his thinking and about um, what do I think about I am. So the bottom line is this. Whatever you behold and dwell on, and I'm going to say and feel all day long is what you are going to experience. That's a law. So my question to you, sir, is what have you been looking at in your, in, in your mind, dwelling on, talking about, thinking about? That's what you're going to experience. God can't change that. So if you want something to change, you got to change what you're beholding, dwelling, thinking about, and imagining. So I am. I am is God. And whatever you, you know, it's, it's like you have a blank. I am, and then it's a big blank there. I am happy. I am expectant. I am abundant. I am lonely. I am frustrated. Whatever you put in the blank of I am and you think about that and you live in that, I am lonely. I am broke. I am excited. Whatever you feel with I am, I need to teach you on this uh, for a whole show. All of creation bends and creates that experience for you. 
So it's not only what you think, it's what you feel. That's why feelings are so powerful. And so whatever you feel that blank with, sir, is what you're going to experience all day long. So I would say to you, you need to be still and know that anything you perceive yourself to be will manifest. You need to return uh, to your own I amness. I would tell you to, to write down what you desire. You know, I am a successful businessman. Begin to think about that. Begin to behold that. Begin to dwell on that. Begin to feel that and imagine that. You may do that for 30 days before that I amness will begin to download in your life. I am worthy to attract love. You begin to think that it's not just saying it, it's your being. I am worthy. I am beautiful. I'm God's child. I, I, I am a faithful friend. I am loving. I'm caring. Don't have nothing to do with your size. Ladies, don't have a lot to do with how you look. It's you vibrating and sitting in your own I amness. Because the truth is, whatever you pay attention to, whatever you behold, and I'm going to say, whatever you become, your I amness will eventually attract it to you. You know, that that's, that's powerful. I see I read it. I'm going to have to teach this because uh, I don't have time, but so, so that's what I would tell you to do. Write down what you want and then begin to say, I am becoming more and more abundant. I am every day feeling better and better. I am moving towards my ideal goal weight. I am developing habits that set me up for success. So it's not just saying I am. I want to reiterate it, that again. It's feeling it. It's beholding it. It's dwelling on it. It's thinking about it. Because we know that when you do, and this is so powerful, all, everybody say all, all of creation bends for you and creates. Sir, that's what I would say to you. That is so powerful. I'm going to meditate on that, my, my own self. So everybody, um, certainly go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Purchase both of my books, Secrets of Success or Attracting a Genuine Love. Uh, if you want to coach with me, you already know the deal. You already know the proven track record. Uh, that I have. I just finished my uh, yearly coaching special. And lastly, uh, if the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show, I'm going to say since I know that the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show is a blessing to you, whatever gives to you, you give back to it. Somebody said to me, 
Do people tithe to you? I said all of the time. Why? Because I'm nurturing and feeding their souls. Somebody said to me that the influences on social media, media, I got that out, are now becoming, I'm not saying they're becoming people's pastors, but they're really giving people spiritual wisdom that people are tapping into. So if I've given you some, have I ever given you wisdom? I want you to make a, a donation. I don't like the word donation, but but I want you to uh, make a contribution or a gift. Uh, you can do it through PayPal on my website. You can cash out me dollar sign, Constance Arnold, or you could zail me, Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. All right, everybody, we're going to these commercials and then I'm going to be back with Pastor Bill Jenkins. So stay tuned. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and I'm really excited. And I know what you're saying, Constance, you're always excited. And I am, and especially uh, at the beginning of the new year, because I believe that God sends the right people uh, later on. Uh, in the month of January, I'm going to have Jen Stevens back. She's going to talk about intermittent fasting. I know all of you guys are, you want to hear that. And then uh, I'm going to have another lady, Miss Sherry Fernandez. Uh, she's going to talk about um, just mastery of your own life. So make sure you tell your friends about the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. But today, are you ready? You know, it's all about reset, reboot, reinvent, and restore your life. And I have with me uh, Pastor Bill Jenkins. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, he is an apostle of God with a prophetic voice, and he just wants to release a message of hope to, to all of us here in this very interesting world at this time. Uh, he has spiritual revelation and insight from God's word. And I love this part. He just knows how to break it down so that we all can understand scripture and explains it in a very practical practical way so that we could use it in our everyday life. He is the pastor of Destiny Land Christian Center. 
He's an author, 16 books, oh my goodness, and one coming out this year, a radio host, a husband, and a father of three boys, and he really has a heart and a passion for the world, and I'm excited to see what he has to say, because I know in some areas of my life, I really need to reset, so Pastor Bill Jenkins, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Well, thank you. It's so good to be with you and uh, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. And I was just saying, for those of you who are watching, I love his shirt, the color of his shirt. I got to up my game a little bit. So tell our listeners, uh, uh, I read something a little bit about you. Tell our listeners just a little bit more about you. Well, you pretty much summed it up. I mean, uh, my most important thing in my life is my family. I have a wife. We've been married for 23 years. She's three cute. Boys. I, I saw you guys on the internet. She's cute. Oh, I got me a good looking <laughs> wife. But she's a, yeah, she's a good looking wife, but she's good hearted too. So mm -hmm. uh, she always makes me look better. And uh, But uh, we've been married 23 years. The most important thing I think about marriage is not that we love one another, but that we like one another. Mm -hmm. We enjoy each other's company. And so we have three boys, 21, 19, and 17. Two of them are in college. And in just a few months, three of them will be in college. Oh, and so, boy. Uh, that's sort of my first and, and primary thing that I do. I do a lot of other things, but I like to focus in on marriage and family. I didn't have much of a family when I was a kids. So it's very important to me. Uh, I pastor, do radio, do TV, write books, all of that stuff. But you know what? I think it's important in the day we live in to be people of integrity and to make sure that we're transferring that to the next generation. And for me, that's my children. Yeah, I love that. And speaking of the times that we live in, I, I was talking to one of my clients in Paris today and I said, well, what's going on? And she was telling me what was happening in Europe and the same thing in Australia. So we all have been feeling some kind of way past the bill. So it is time to reset in our lives. So where do you want to begin with that? Because with everything that's happening, uh, all of our lives have shifted, changed, um, and a lot of people are just wondering, oh my goodness, what do I do with my life now? So let's talk about reset. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you feel like you're in a slump, you're not making progress, if the past two, two and a half years have so neg negatively affected you that you know, you feel like you're being set back in life, then you need to hit that reset button. So part of hitting that reset button is changing things in your life and evaluating things in your life, both physically, emotionally, spiritually, maritally, financially, in every way, in every realm, because in those areas, that really what is what makes you feel uh, you're having a quality of life. So if your quality of life is not good in any one of those areas, then we can fix that. And when we start the new year, everybody's like, we're going to make our New Year's resolutions, right? We're going to make our commitments. Well, a reset is a little bit deeper than that, because it's where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you really are ready to do something. You know, I learned in ministry over 30 years that you cannot help people who just don't want help. But if people do want help, that's what we want to focus in on. And part of being a better person is hitting that reset button, changing things, taking a risk, being more daring in our life, and sort of putting, uh, you know, things in our own hands, instead of waiting for everybody else to do something to change the outcome of our life, maybe we take responsibility, be proactive, and start to do things that we feel are going to better our quality of life. 
That's good. So what are some signs that listeners could really take a look at? What are some signs that, man, I need a reset? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you're lacking vision, if you feel tired all the time, uh, if you're complaining, you're dissatisfied, a bunch of just discouragement is in your life. If you're having uh, health issues because you're stressed out, you're getting easily aggravated, you feel like everybody's pushing your buttons, then it's probably time for a reset. If you don't have joy, then quit waiting for everybody else to dictate the outcome of your life. And you start to make sure that you're dictating your own outcome in life. And so those are just some of the signs. But if you have a decrease in passion, you feel like, you know, you just lost your joy, there's no creativity, you're burnt out, then that's the time. That's the way you know those signs are ways that you know that you need a reset in your life. Yeah, I was telling somebody on one of my social media platforms, I guess a couple of years ago, I just felt like the spirit said to me, Constance, you've lost your joy. You're just so business, you know, you're so serious. And I realized that I, I, I had lost my joy. And so with everything that's happening globally, those are really powerful signs that people can really take a look at. So should people like, okay, uh, I don't believe in New Year's resolution. Should they just say, okay, God, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. And then after they identify it, what, what are some steps that they can begin to take? What would you say? Well, first of all, you have to evaluate your life. I mean, go over how you are physically. Physically, are you doing great? Is uh, your physical condition right now holding you back and keeping you from walking in and fulfilling your destiny? What about your emotions? You know, are your negative emotions controlling your life? What about the relationships? What about your job? Uh, What about your marriage? What about your finances? In all of those areas, start by examining those areas. How am I doing in my finances? Well, in many ways, that is going to connect back to how you feel about your life. So if you're in debt and you are worrying about money all the time, you're probably not going to have a high quality of life. If your relationships are bad, you hate your job, your emotions are out of control, you're not going to feel good about your life. So evaluate where you're at and then say, okay, well, what do I need to do to change this? What actions do I need to take? And depending on what they are physically, if you need to work out emotionally, maybe you need to control uh, more of your emotions. Maybe you need to go to counseling. Um, Maybe you need to do something different in your life. You know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. You have to do something different. What about financially? If you keep spending money that you don't have on things you don't need at prices you can't afford, then you're going to have to change your spending habits. There's only a couple of ways to get out of debt. It's to make more money and spend less or make more money and spend less. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So there's only so many ways for you to help yourself. This isn't difficult. You can do it. Everybody, I think, is smart enough to sort of take the time to evaluate their own life. And then you have to take practical steps, put them in place in your life. If you need to remove people from your life, if you need to stop spending as much time with some people in your life, maybe you need to go to marriage counseling if your marriage isn't what it needs to be. Or maybe you need to put yourself in a position where you can meet more friends. Then you have to do whatever it takes to change your life in a positive way, hit that reset button so that you can move forward and really find and fulfill your destiny. Everyone has a destiny and it's important that we find and fulfill it. And to the degree we do that is to the degree we're gonna experience success in our life. So what about folk who are saying, 
well, you know, that sounds good. And, you know, I evaluated myself and I really have identified, you know, what areas I I really need to shift and change. But because of what's been happening, I've been isolated with the pandemic. I lost my job and I've just lost my motivation and inspiration. What about people who want it, but they they may feel like they're, they're not empowered or motivated to do it? Well, first and foremost, you are motivated. You have to motivate yourself. If you want to change, it's going to take your cooperation. Nobody, including God, is going to do this for you. You're going to have to cooperate with the Lord, with other people in order to make this happen. And so I I hate to be like point blank and honest, but the bottom line is you got to stop making excuses. You got to stop having a pity party and start saying, I can change things in my life. It doesn't matter who you are. You have the strength inside of you to really have the power to change your life if you really want to. So quit making those excuses and let's repair the damage from the past. Let's fix those things that are going on now. Let's make sure we're striving after things in our future that really is going to help us to find a better place in our lives. It's possible. There's tons of excuse makers out of there in the world. We can find tons of reasons why not to do something, but this is a day that we have to find reasons to do something. We have to be proactive in our behavior. I don't like it when people say, well, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. You can do all things through Christ. You can do all three things when you have the mentality in your mind to do those things. So we have to change our mindset. We cannot let our minds affect everything that we do. I tell people this, this is a good point for everybody to to sort of grab on too, because you don't wait till you feel something to do it. Feelings were never meant to lead. Think about that. If we waited till our feelings led us, then we probably, we, 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 we would never clean the house. Uh, so we have to make sure that we do things and then good feelings follow. So feelings are not sort of a way that are, you know, that we use or indicators for us to do something. We do it and then we feel. We don't feel and then do. That's the problem with a lot of people. So when we hit the reset button, this isn't all about somebody else doing this. This is about us taking responsibility for our own life and saying, we're going to change these things. We've evaluated this stuff. Now, here's what we need to do to change it. It's practical. It's easy. It's not that hard, but you got to be willing to quit making excuses and to really put the work and the effort in, in order to make those good, positive changes in your life. You know, I'm glad you said what you said about feelings, because I've been a walker for 30 years and somebody said, man, you are so motivated. I said, no, I'm not motivated. I'm committed. I said, so on days when I don't even (laughs) feel like getting out there. Once I make a decision, I'm going out there and walk, hit that pavement. The feelings at the end, they say, wow, I'm so glad you did that, Constance. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, we, I love how you said a minute ago that we don't make New Year's resolutions or you don't like that. I hate it. I think, you know, many people make it for themselves to feel better for a day or two, but they don't really commit to changing. That's part of our problem in America. That's part of our society's problem is that, you know, we say we're going to do stuff that we don't back up with action. So I'm an action guy. You're an action girl. You know, we got to get out there and do something. So we all have bad histories. We all have bad stories. All of us have bad 
got passed, but we can't sit there and focus it on the negative. We have to say things stop here, things end here, but also not only are we going to end things, today is a new beginning. What can I do different to change my life moving forward? Now, it may be risky. It may be daring. It may be scary. It may scare you to death, but the bottom line is either you want change or you don't, and if you do, it's out there. It's possible, but it's not going to come easy, but if you're proactive, if you're aggressively committed to making sure that, you know, things get reset in your life, then it's going to happen and you're going to be better because of it. Because if you don't like the way your life is going now, it's not just going to, you know, automatically change. There isn't something that's just going to happen one day, the finger's going to snap and you're going to get better. You have to do this thing. You have to work this thing and whatever you work, you know, is going to work out for good for you as God is in control everything is going to work out. Well, I love it that you said that uh, when I said, what if people don't feel motivated? And you said they have that, that power is within them. So I want listeners to awaken that you're not a victim. It's not poor me, that you have the power of God, that you're co-creating with the God of the universe to be, do, and have anything in life. Yeah. And that's so awesome because You know, we always have this victim mentality and part of resetting your life is saying, I'm no longer going to be a victim. I'm going to be a victor in this thing. You were not born to lose. You were born to win. We choose to lose because of our actions and our behavior and our lack of effort and our, and our lack of energy. So you were not born to lose. You, you came out a winner, but you have to make sure you're doing the right things in order to stay a winner. So those are the things that I try to teach you in the reset book that you can do to reset your life, maybe to start all over again, no matter how old you are, because you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you want things to be different physically, spiritually mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially. Those are the six areas that really are going to determine and dictate the quality of your life. So if you want them changed, they can change, but you got to stop being a victim and start looking at yourself as the victor. So tell us one area personally in your own life, Pastor Bill, where you had to hit the reset button. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know how long it's going to take me. I'm going to try to give you the short (laughs) version, but bottom line is I pastored for 27 years And in one church, that's a long time. And the Lord said, I want you to pack up your family. I want you to leave the church. I want you to go to California and I want you to start a brand new church. And I said, what? And that's exactly what the Lord told me to do. And believe it or not, that's exactly what I did. Uh, we started a brand spanking new church in the state of California. Very tough to come out here, but the weather is great. It is, God is still God out here, but man, I'll tell you what, I, I left a very, uh, easy, uh, you know, job. We had a great, uh, church out there, but I wasn't challenged. And so, you know, if you need a challenge in your life, don't be afraid to step out and take a new challenge. That's where, you know, you find that, you know, sort of spice in life, the energy of life, the passion of life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going early in the morning to late at night. Why? Because I have a passion for the Lord. I have a passion to help people. I'm not out here doing something for myself. I'm out here doing something to help other people. And I just needed to reset my life. And my family was on board, even though they were a little scared. I was a little scared. But in doing that, it sort of shifted things in my life. It's 
set me up for greater levels of success that I could have never experienced if I would have just gone through the process, circled the mountain one more time, gone through the motions. I could have done that. It would have been easy, but I had to do something different. And I did it for me. And that's where when we hit the reset button and when we seek change, we can't do it for other people. We have to do it for ourselves. And when we do that, I'm telling you what, it's amazing how the steps, the Bible says, of a righteous man are order of the Lord. When you follow direction, God doesn't always give you details. He just gives you direction. It'd be wonderful if we had all the details in life laid out for us. And I'm the guy who needs the I dotted, the I's <laughs> dotted and the T's crossed. But I said, all right, Lord, I'm tired of being in charge. I'm tired of being in control. You take over. You be the captain of the ship. You be the pilot of the plane. You be the driver of the car. I'm tired of being in control. And as we let go and let God do things in our life, it's amazing how God will lead us, guide us, and direct us in the right path. And if we want to be successful, if we want to go to another level in 2022, we can, but we have to let go. We have to stop being in control. We have to stop trying to manage everything because just like in baseball, sometimes the teams fire a manager. Maybe you need to fire your manager, who is you, and get a new manager and say, God, you take over. You run this team. You do your job. I'm going to put my trust and my confidence in you in 2022. Oh, that's good. That's a great story. So reinvent. Uh, you know, uh, uh, in the U.S., for all of my international listeners, uh, you, oh, I don't know what it's like globally. They've been talking about the big resignation where people are realizing, I don't want to go into the office anymore. I want to do my own thing. I want to start my own business. So what could you say to people about reinventing themselves? What does well, that mean? You- you, you, you said it right there. I mean, you know, uh, maybe this pandemic, maybe all of this stuff that we've gone through was designed for us to sort of, you know, maybe hit the reset, reset button in our life yeah. because we're going through dullness and boring lives and we're not experiencing sort of the excitement and joy that we want in life. And so we have to reinvent things. You know, we can't just sit there and wait for things to happen. Maybe you ought to make things happen. I tell people all the time in my church that, you know, it's not that, you know, God is, uh, you know, that you're waiting on God. People say, I'm waiting on God. No, 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 God's waiting on you. And so maybe it's not that, you know, you're waiting on everybody else. Maybe they're waiting on you to do something, to jump, to get out there and risk, reinvent yourself, go out there and be somebody that you want to be. Maybe we ought to be more authentic people. One of the things that I like more than anything is I love authentic people. I can't stand. It really is hard for me to swallow people that are fake and synthetic. They're not real. They play games. They're yanking people's chains. They're just, they're just not real people. Well, one of the things that I want to do is I want to be real. The number one thing I ever got delivered from in my life was not drugs or alcohol or some kind of bad addiction. Do you know the number one thing I got free of? It was myself caring about what other people thought about me. I remember the day when I stopped caring about what people thought about me. It was the day I really got free to be everything God wanted me to be. And so you got to stop living your life for every, everyone else. You got to stop living your life through the eyes of, and through the desires of other people. Reinvent yourself by starting with who you are 
Who's your authentic self? Who's your real self? Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Maybe you're just doing a job to get a paycheck and that's not fulfilling to you. Maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe there's things that you want to do that you uh, have excuses why you don't do those things all the time. Well, reinvent yourself, make a new you, have a desire to do things that can cause you to change your life and really to experience the kind of abundant life that we're promised down here on this earth. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. I, I, I think that for a lot of my clients and even in my own life, I'm, uh, I, do, I do leadership training. I'm so accustomed to getting on the plane and the, from the ATL flying out. And it was a shock for me to have to start doing things virtually. But, you know, now that I'm doing things virtually, I like not having to travel so much. So sort of <laughs> like you and I'm saying to listeners, God has unlimited possibilities waiting for you to tap into, explore, you know, discover so that your life won't be just ho-hum and boring and all of that. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, you know, sometimes we're forced to have to change, but why wait until we feel that you know, have to, to change? Why do we wait till we feel forced to change? We need to take matters into our own hand, control our own destiny and say to ourselves, I'm not going to wait for some big event to happen for me to change my life. I'm I'm not going to wait for something bad to go on for me to change. Something bad doesn't have to happen for you to drastically change your life. In fact, it's better. I tell people all the time, we learn through revelation or we learn through tribulation and it's your choice. I mean, you decide whether you want to learn through revelation or tribulation. Revelation is where you just hear the truth and you apply it to your life. And tribulation is where you got to go through a lot of bad stuff. And then you realize, no, I don't like this. I'm going to change. Well, quit waiting for life to bring all those bad things to you in order for you to change. And understand that part of change happens when you're uncomfortable. So it's already difficult, but allow the revelation of the knowledge that you have to cause you to hit that reset button and to bring change to your life instead of waiting for more problems, more tribulation to come into your life that forces you to change. That's not the best way. The best way is for you to take matters in your own hand, do what you know, be who you are, and allow God to really lead God and direct your life. So when you would you say that when people take a risk, take the jump, say, look, I'm tired of this boring job. I want to use my talents, gifts, and skills, kind of like you and your family moved to California, that when they do that, that it, does God go before them or, or what happens? Does God give them the courage to move through that? Break that down. Unpackage that for listeners. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. One thing yeah. I want to tell everybody, if you don't hear anything else, here's what I want you to hear. Chase life. Chase mm-hmm. life. We're chasing death by just going through our routines, by circling around the mountain. Think about the children of Israel. 40 years, they circled that mountain waiting to go into their promised land. It was a journey that should have took them 11 days, not 40 years. That's what the Bible says. But yet we're on an 11-day journey and taking 40 years to get where we want to get. It doesn't have to be that way. You can decide that, you know what, I'm going to, you know, be willing to step out of my comfort zone. Because part of hitting that reset button is saying, I'm not going to be in the comfort zone. I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm okay with being comfortable. I'm willing to be in a place 
where I feel uncomfortable. See, when you're uncomfortable, you'll change. I tell people in my church when they come on to service, my job isn't to make you feel comfortable. My job is to make you feel uncomfortable so that you want to change. I want to motivate you to want to be better, but that's got to come from within. It's got to, it can't come from some self-help guru, guru, or it can't come from some, some self-motivated speaker. It's got to come from within because that's when it's going to mean something. We get so much secondhand revelation in our world today that it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. What makes a difference is when it clicks in your head, when the light comes on in your brain, that's when it makes a difference. And so part of risking is saying, I'm going to let go. I'm going to do what is in my mind, the dreams, the hopes, the passions, the desires. What is it that I want to do? Maybe I want to start a business. Maybe I want to go back to school. Maybe, you know, uh, I, I'm, I want to have children. Maybe I want to do this or that, whatever it may be. Every one of us is different, but do the things that you want to do. Chase life in 2022. I'm going to use that. That is so good. And, you know, and so for a listener um, who says, I'm going to start this business, et cetera. I'm so glad you shared that story of your own life. And they might be concerned about, but I need money. You know, seemingly money is like the number one reason that people don't take the jump, stay in their comfort zone, don't leave their job. Uh, what would you say to them around money or needing well, money? Go ahead. What I would say is you don't get ready and then hit the reset button. You hit the reset button and then things end up getting ready for you. Uh, it's kind of a you know difficult situation. I mean, this isn't easy. You know, when I wrote this book, this isn't a book that you know is here to make you feel better. This is a book to challenge you to be better because you change. So if you like the way your life is, don't get this book. Don't read it. Don't listen to nothing I have to say. But if you want to be better, if you want things to change, if you're willing to go out there and and try something new, if if you're not bored with your life, if you're not stuck in a rut, then you know what? You don't need me to be your toe truck. You don't need me to pull you out of that ditch. But if you feel that way, then you're going to have to be willing to do something. And you don't sit there. Yes, you count the cost. Yes, you go through the process. Yes, you say, hey, I need this, that, and the other. But if you waited till you get all your ducks in an order, they're never going to be in the right order. You're never going to have a perfect scenario to be in a position to get out there and hit that reset button and do what you're, uh, you want to do. You may take a little time, but set a boundary. Say, listen, in the next six months, I'm doing this. I'm going to get this in order. I'm going to get that in order. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to repair that. And then I'm doing it. But have a date, have a plan where you're going to do this and not just leave it open ended. You know, it's kind of like the New Year's resolutions. We say what we're going to do and it don't last two days. Well, you got to have a date. That date has to be something that drives you to where you get things in order in your house. Nothing wrong with that. But you have to be planning to end one season and at the same time, plan on beginning a new season in your life if you're going to hit that reset button and be successful. But if you wait till everything gets right in your life to do that, you're never going to do it. It never will be right. Sooner or later, you have to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a jump. I'm going to risk it all. When I left my other church and came to California, I told my family, I might be wrong. I might fail. 
this may not work out. I may end up losing everything, but I would have rather took that chance than to sit there and go around that mountain one more time because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I needed to hit that reset button and I did what I needed to do for me. And ultimately it turned out in a good way for me and for my family, but you got to be willing to risk. I mean, you have to be willing to do what you need to do to put yourself in a position for prosperity in 2022, period. Nothing but the truth. I love your passion. And so, you know, when you left, when you left your, your church, you were putting your past behind you and, and moving toward the unknown, sounds like, in many ways. And yeah, so very much towards the unknown. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know anybody. I didn't even know where I was going to go. I didn't uh, have every uh, I dotted and T cross, but I knew that that's what God wanted me to do. Now, I never am that kind of person that's a weirdo or a flake. I'm not, I just, I'm not that kind of person. I'm a very strong person, very stable person, very organized person. I don't fly by the seat of my pants. So anybody who knows me knows that that was a difficult thing for me to do. But yet I had to, I had to sort of keep a positive mindset about everything because remember I had a wife and three younger boys at the time. And uh, you know, if I'm down, then they're going to be down, but if I'm positive, they're going to be more positive. And so it's about letting go, letting God, putting your trust in the Lord, quit trying to dictate everything in your life because it's not working. If it's not working, if you're stuck, if you're in a rut, if you're not happy, change things, quit waiting for things to all of a sudden happen to bring change. You can control your own destiny. You can control your own future. You can do those things that you want to do, but you're going to have to chase life. You're going to have to chase after it, run after it, start knocking some things off your bucket list. Uh, one of the things I said I wanted to do when I uh, came to California was I live in such a beautiful weather state in a beautiful weather place mm -hmm. where, I, where I'm at now, it's beautiful, 75 degrees, but there's snow on the mountains. Wow. So I can go to the beach and I can go skiing in one day, the same day. So one of the things on my bucket list, and it's a small thing, is I want to go skiing and I want to go uh, out on the ocean and go swimming or, you know, go uh, surfing. I, I don't know how to surf. I don't know how to, you know, ski, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it because it's something that I want to do. I'm going to chase life. I want to have some enjoyment. I just don't want to sit here and let life happen to me, get on depressed, get sad, complain all the time and allow life to dictate to me what's going to happen. I'm going to start dictating to life what's going to happen. And I believe, and it's worked, good things are going to come my way as I begin to take control of my future instead of waiting for everybody else to dictate my future. Yeah, this, this is so good. Uh, you know, and then you talk about restore. What does that mean? So, so well, we are, we reboot, we reinvent and we restore our lives. Well, when you restore a house, what do you do? You, 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 you have to tear out all the bad, right? And then you start putting the good in. So resetting your life isn't just about closure to your past. Is it in just about getting rid of all the bad or removing all the things that you want changed? Now it's moving into doing the restoration. It's doing the work. It's putting in the new countertops, new tabletops, new furniture, new walls, whatever it may be. You got to start to add to your life every single day. Remember, God created the earth in seven day, in six days, seven days he rested. 
God is a God of order. So you have to do things decently and in order. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things for 2022 uh, that I think all of us need to do is get our houses in order, get things organized in our life. If you're having a hard time finding stuff, you're disorganized. You ought to have an orderly, organized life. And so part of restoration is saying, hey, you know what? I knocked out that wall, but I'm not just knocking it out. I know what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to replace it. I know how I'm going to fix that to make it better. Nobody restores a house and says, I want it to be worse than it was before I began. Uh, you restore things that you want to be better, right? When you right. see these shows on TV and they do all these restoration works of all these old collectible stuff, they want it to look like the original. They want it to look better. So when you're restoring something, you want to bring it back to its original condition. You want to bring it back to sort of that place where you can have a launching pad to shoot yourself up and to experience things that you have never experienced in your life. So restoration is one of those things where we're adding the good now. We're we're not just, you know, stop going downhill. We're not just getting to a level playing field. We're now adding things to our life. We're now doing things. We're now being proactive so that we can add those things to our life in and on a daily basis to bring the beauty. I, I, I don't like black and white TV. You know, I'm a sports guy. I want to watch things in color. Well, <laughs> you can live a black and white life if you want to. You can watch your nine inch color TV if you still want to. But I want the big screen, man. I want the big TV. You know, I want to watch it in color. Life is only full of color when you go out there, hit the reset button and let God begin to lead, guide, and direct your life. Love that. Well, you mentioned that a lot of people are getting secondhand revelation, you know, and so what was it, what would it look like for, for all of my listeners to really have a one-on-one -on -one encounter with, with the spirit? And I know I got all kinds of listeners. Y'all know, y'all know my background and what I believe in, but do you believe that God is trying to speak to all of us and say, hey, like he said to you, move to California. You, do you feel like God is saying, do this or move here? And how can listeners really uh, have that encounter with the spirit? Yeah, I mean, one of the ways that they can do that, obviously, you got to be connected to the Lord. So, mm -hmm. you know, you got to be connected in some way. You can read the word. The word is our roadmap. The Bible is our GPS. So if you want to hear from God, don't wait for God to start speaking. I've been a Christian for 30 years. God has never audibly spoke to me, but I hear from God every single day as I open up the word and I read. It's the still small voice that God uses to sort of talk to us. Now, I'm not saying that everybody ought to pack up and leave and go to another okay, state. Sure. That may be too much, but you got to start small. You got to start somewhere. You got to start now and you got to start within you. So you can't just wait, do something. Once you start to bring change and hit that reset button in one of your areas, maybe it's physically. Maybe you say, I need to go to the gym. I need to lose weight. I'm tired of talking about losing 10 pounds because now I need to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> then get on the bus, do something to make that happen. Sitting around eating and watching TV isn't going to help you to lose weight. So you're going to have to start eating better. You're going to have to start exercising, do something. Once you start to do something and see the results of what it means to hit the reset button, I promise you, you're going to get addicted to it. Then you're going to want to go to this area of your life and that area of your life. So if your emotions need to be changed and you change it, wow, you're going to feel so much better. Your physical body needs to change. So you change it. Guess what? You're going to get addicted to that. Your finances change and you're not bound by owing everybody and you're not 
bound by debt, you're going to feel better. Your relationships become better in every area. I talk about those six areas. If you'll do better, if you're going to, you're going to want more, you're going to get addicted to it. So part of that is opening up the word, reading what God wants for you, saying, I'm tired of having what I want. Lord, I'm yielding to you. I'm letting go. Take over. Uh, take control. You know, God never once tried to convince us that he was real in his word. He's never going to do that. He just assumes we're smart enough to realize that this world didn't just pop up with some big bang theory. This is the reality of life. God created the world. Day by day, he added something to it. The world was void. It was without form. It was dark. And every day he added something to it. Well, if your heart, if your mind, if your body, if your soul, if your life is dark, if it's void, if it's empty, take things in your hands and start today by opening up the word and reading it. Let God begin to add this today and then that tomorrow and then the other thing the next day and as you do that when you look back you're going to be like wow God really did do these things and you're going to see the progression in life we take steps we don't take leaps but if we keep taking steps it's going to be one giant leap so let's start by doing some something let's start by starting somewhere and allowing the Lord to really be the Lord and be the director of our lives. That's good. So what's your take on daily habits? Because it sounds like that if listeners want to, you know, reset, reboot, reinvent the, the seven areas of their lives that they can begin with. I'm so big on atomic habits that create success. What's your take on that? And you, and you seem like you really live a very effective clear, habitual kind of everyday tour success. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, you know, you have to establish good habits in your life. If you mm -hmm. don't, it's going to lead you down a wrong path. And so you have to make sure that you're actively creating good habits in your life. You just don't have things come your way by osmosis. It comes your way because you are uh, becoming a magnet to draw good things in your direction. And so, you know, you get out of life what you put in. You also get out of life what you deserve. That's tough for some people to swallow. But if you don't put anything in, you're not going to get anything out. You got to be willing to put some action. You got to be willing to make sure you're sowing the right things. If you if you sow something, you're going to reap it. That's a natural law. That's not even just a spiritual law. Uh, you know, gravity is a law. If something goes up, it's going to come down. Sowing and reaping is a law. It doesn't matter if you go to church or not. If you sow a bad attitude, you're going to reap a bad attitude. If you sow something good, you're going to reap something good. And so we got to begin to understand if you sow a thought, you know, you're going to reap an action. You sow an action, you can reap a habit. Sow a habit, you reap a character. Sow a character, you reap a destiny. So whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. Our destiny is often determined by our thoughts, because if you sow a yeah. thought, you're going to reap an action. Think about something long enough, you're going to act on it. If you act on something long enough, it's it's going to become a habit. If something becomes a habit long enough, it's going to become a character. It's not just something you do, it's someone you are. And then if you create a characteristic in your life long enough, it's going to determine and dictate your destiny. So let's make sure we're thinking on the right things, doing the right things, acting on the right things, creating good habits in our life. And you're going to see good things are going to follow those who are doing the right things in the eyes of God and the right things just in, in life. We have to do the right stuff if we want the right stuff to come back because there's a law of sowing and reaping. So good. 
what else do you want to say to people in closing? This has been so I love your enthusiasm, passion, motivation. Um, it comes through. Well, I mean, that's my heart. It's who I am. And, mm -hmm. you know, I can't encourage people enough to be free from yourself. Quit caring about what everybody thinks and quit living your life for everybody else. I mean, it's not working for you. So, you know, the thing about trying to make everybody else happy is that it's impossible. You can't make everybody happy. So you have to start with you. You have to start with, you know, the things inside of you, the dreams, the passion, the hunger, the desires that you have. Go after that stuff in 2022. Chase it and be willing to take the risk to hit that reset button physically, emotionally. There's no doubt there's people listening right now that you need your emotions uh, to be reset. You're allowing your emotions to dictate you. It could be anger, could be depression. It could be jealousy. You know, there's a lot of negative emotions out there that really rule our life. So we got to change that. We got to get our finances in order, get our health in order, get our relationships in order. And when we do that stuff, when we stop waiting for everybody else, I, I just, I just feel like somebody could be listening right now. Some young woman who's right. waiting on somebody waiting on a guy and mm -hmm. you're waiting for him. You've been waiting for him for a long time. Well, quit waiting. I mean, you know, you're letting him dictate your life. And there's so many ups and downs and highs and lows. We have to take our destiny in our own hands. If you really want something, go after it. Chase life in 2022. Quit waiting for things to happen. And you go out there and start to make things happen this year. And I'm telling you, when you hit that reset button, it is going to be the ride of your life. So buckle up, hold on, get ready, because God is going to take you on the ride of a lifetime. When you hit that reset button and you step out on that limb, you jump and you say, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Even if I lose it all, I'm willing to take a risk because I can't take thinking about it, dreaming about it, wondering about it anymore. I have to start to do something. I can't just think about it and talk about it anymore. Now's my chance. Now's my time to get out there and to do what I need to do to reset my life and to really cause it to be launched into a new level here in 2022. Love it. Very powerful. I tell you what, Pastor Bill, you got it going on. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell listeners, give listeners your website. How can, how can they get your books? Uh, give us all of your contact information, et cetera. I understand you have podcasts, so share all of that with us. Yeah, I mean, all of my books are available at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Amazon. You can download it on ebook Kindle. You can go to eBay. Uh, my latest book, The Prophetic Almanac for 2022, which is sort of like the Farmer's Almanac, it's just got a spiritual twist to it, um, is available at Walmart and Barnes and Noble. We're excited about that because my latest book just got picked up by Walmart. So the number one retailer wow, in the world, Walmart just picked it up. So we're really excited about that. But probably the best place to find out everything that you want to know would be pastorbilljenkins.org. So when you go there, we have podcasts. You can listen to all of them for absolutely free. Uh, you can get all all 16 of my books, you can get different tools that you can download that can help you on a daily basis. We'll give you goal sheets. We'll give you tons of different things that will help self-motivate you to want to be a better person here in 2022. And then you can get my Minute That Matters. It's a one-minute little video devotional every single day, Monday through Friday. People love it. It goes around the world and it's just one minute. So it's on Facebook, 
Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you know how to get there, then you can go there. But you can also go to PastorBillJenkins.org, hit the little icons, and it'll take you there. And then you can follow me. And you can get my Minute That Matters every single day. It's 60 seconds, one minute. You'll be surprised how much I get in in one minute to give you some encouragement, give you some motivation, be like a life coach to you, if you will. And uh, if you'll go to PastorBillJenkins.org, you can listen to the radio programs, you can get all the books, and you can connect with me on social media to get my Minute That Matters every single day. So go to PastorBillJenkins.org. It's been an honor. I've enjoyed this interview. And uh, thank you so much. And guys, I want all of you all to go to his website. You see his heart. You see his spirit. And then just the fruit of his life. You heard his story. You know, God is no respect of person. You could do the same thing for your life. And I'm going to really meditate on chasing life. I do that. But just the verbiage of it was just so powerful. Thank you so much. So you guys go to his website, get his book, follow him on his social media platforms. And I am so glad that Autumn reached out to me to interview you. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Well, thank you. I love being with you. Love your heart. Love your passion. And so thank you so much for having me today. Okay, everybody. Uh, Well, I want you to make a decision to really create and live your best week. And you know what I say, I'm still waiting for the download for 2022 of how I want to end my show. So I'm just going to end it with, you know, the best is yet to come in your life. Believe it and receive it. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.